If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. See, ACP is where the streets and black excellence meet and is brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network, anchored in hip-hop, powered by creators. What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court of the Holding Court Podcast. Man, here one more again. What's up with you, Rachel Renee? I'm doing well. All right, that's my oldest child for those just listening, just tuning yes, in. Yes. What's up with your producer, Ken? Man, it's a beautiful day. No <laughs> complaints. No complaints. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Man, we got a special guest, man. We got a, a throwback partner of mine, you know, a legend in his own right. Uh, hey, he don't mince his words. He don't pull no punches. <laughs> he, he, he turned up. He, he <laughs> Mr. Turned up himself. No. And y'all already see his face, and they already getting ready in the comments like, oh, we about to fire this up. I'm ready. Man, listen, my partner, NBA, the former NBA star, co-star of uh, Gil's Arena podcast with the homie Gil, uh, Gilbert um, Arenas. Rashad McCants. Appreciate you. Appreciate What's up you. With you I'm here for the smoke. I'm here for everything. <laughs> Wait, is this only the second player we've had on? Who we had? It is. We had Matt Barnes. We had Matt Barnes and Catino. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we had, yeah, had Catino and Matt. Homies, man. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. You know, so listen, just to give some context and history, man, me and Rashad go back probably about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, about 10 years. Um, In the gym. And he's, nah, we met, we met, well, our mutual, we met through P. Yeah. He was working with P at the time. And it was P managing you? Yeah, he was my manager. Yeah, I was, was uh, trying to transition in the music. Yeah, that's right. And the that's film. right. Show and, us, you know, show us. He wanted to stay in sports. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that. He said, no, oh, man, you too good. We got to get he, you in. Yeah, he was trying to get you back in the league and get you to, I think, overseas as well, if I recall. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. overseas, D-League. D-League, that's right. Everything, it was man. a whole little game plan he had mapped out for you. Yep. Uh, real quick, since we talking about that, what was, what was that like? you know, you, you know, being under P and when you came around us at that time. Man, it was a dream come true, bro. Yeah. Like people don't be understanding how big P was, mm -hmm. you know, 98, mm -hmm. 97, 99, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, the Don, Ghetto Dope, mm -hmm. No Limit period. Yeah. And I'm from North Carolina, so we, we had the CDs every week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so to get to LA to, um, be out of the league and having to focus on something other than, you know, just solely basketball. I wanted to kind of transition. I ended up meeting Pete through a producer, Kino, I believe. Kino, shout out to Kino. Yeah, yeah. shout out Who to is, Kino. He's at uh, at Motown now. Oh, he's doing this still. Oh, he's the vice president. That's crazy. He got NBA Young Boy the deal. Kino doing his thing. Kino, the wow, my nigga. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I bought I bought beats from Kino. <laughs> yeah, Kino, and he ended out. up introducing me to P. <laughs> yeah. And P ended up, you know, basically saying, let's do this. I'm yeah. going to help you just brand yourself. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he introduced me to so many different things from, you know, charities, philanthropy, how to be an entrepreneur, yep. um, looking at businesses to buy, how to, you know, facilitate mm -hmm. all those things. But ultimately first is just um, being accountable, being responsible mm -hmm. for what is in front of you, you know, yeah. your family, your friends, dissecting who's in your circle. Yeah. 
uh, where you stay, you know what I'm saying? Even, you know, the small things I remember like the that. whole thing. I remember even the car you were driving at the time was a discussion. Yes. Because you was in a CL500. 63. Yeah. My bad. I mean to disrespect you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> CL63. Yeah. I remember it was white. Yeah. It was <clears> white. white. Yeah. All white. That bitch was bad. Like cocaine white. Yeah. It was that, like, dang, yeah. bro. And that was a monster. Piece of, it, it was more so I got, <laughs> I got, I got kind of fucked out of a deal with that that car and I remember I remember what you was paying for it, but I ain't gonna it was, say yeah, it was, was a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. I thought I had paid it off. I remember. I remember. <laughs> it was was a like lot. you gotta sit in that back <laughs> and uh put me in something else, man. Those days was crazy, bro. I yeah. I, I, I cherish those days to the utmost because mm-hmm. I learned so much from from sure. all of y'all because we ended up working yeah. out. Yeah. Cause I'm like, hey man, ain't no way I ain't gonna <laughs> have no muscles like that. Yeah, I know yeah. you getting all yeah. the attention. All <laughs> 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 that's the kind of attention I want. <laughs> <laughs> you got to show me how to do the push-ups and yeah. the sit-ups and yeah. all that. But you so. already had a solid foundation. I mean, you you know, people that don't see you in person. I mean, you're a bit you're not tall in terms of NBA standards, but you're still a tall dude, right. but your frame is big. For sure. Yeah. For so sure. you know, yeah, it looked different in person. You and know, that's what why I mean? we tell tell them I'm like, hey, it's energy's different in yeah. person. Yeah. I remember that that was the thing when we met, and I remember um, because I don't watch sports, you know what I mean? And I remember P, you know, I remember after we hung out, I said, P, I said, that nigga in the NBA? You know, he's like, yeah, that nigga good. And I was like, man, that nigga a thug, bro. That nigga, that nigga out here, like. For, for real, <laughs> like, bro. basketball. Like, man, this nigga be acting like he be wanting to rob. Straight up. That's why I felt like I was no limit, bro. I'm like, bro, put me on the spot. I can rap, I can move, but I'm yeah. like court. Like I want to be the security. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to move around a little yeah. bit. What he hates being called security. No, but I mean, and I get that because he's it's not what he is. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Um, nah, he was a rapper. He was on Down South Hustler but originally. What, but what you look and I remember yeah. that he let me listen to. It. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I remember like having the conversations <clears throat> with him, it was like, I'm. that's not what I am, yeah. this is what you look like. Yeah, exactly, and it's like, exactly. Remember we was at Universal Studios and we ran down on and all them guys, they was talking crazy about me in articles and stuff and yes, he didn't like I do. it. I do, And yeah. courts with, yeah. we all together, we just yeah. having a good time. I do remember that. But when Damn. they seen him. I forgot about that. We ran down on him. We showing the did What's run up? Down yeah, what y'all was saying? We sure did. Yeah, uh, we uh, was on some. Uh, I forgot about that, bro. That's why I was like, that. yo, no <laughs> limit, Pete. But more you, yeah, more, yeah. more so you, because yeah. we had this bond where we could go yeah. to the gym and work out. But yeah. you made me be more on my tough. Damn, I, I forgot about that. that, bro. Yeah, we he be down. over here trying to talk all that bullshit about growing up. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Back in the day, <laughs> ten years ago, we was. I forgot. We sure did, bro. Damn. See if you ne- but you never watched sports because he had that persona. I'm a Kings yeah. fan. I'm from Sacramento. Word, yeah. So I played with the Kings. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah. nine ish. Yes. Like around yes. <laughs> so yeah, if you watch sports, you yeah. still knew like, oh he yeah. Yeah. You got to like Matt Barnes, he's a fighter. Right. Yes. Like right. like you knew certain NBA Matt's players. Another thug. <laughs> yeah. You know certain thug. NBA players like, yeah, he not the one. Like yeah. he like he's not the yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Speaking of that, real quick, <clears throat> do you think the NBA it's softer now than it was like in the 80s with Lambeer and all of them. You know it is. I know, but you've been in the league. Oh, so. Well, and you also are newer, not, yeah. I mean newer than. I mean, but I came from the cloth, like my dad was a Knicks fan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oakley and you oh, know, dude, hardcore, yeah. you know, Charles Smith and them. Yeah. And he loved uh, the Pistons, mm-hmm. right? Bad boys, he was a Georgetown guy. 
So it's all gritty for mm -hmm. him. And me watching all of that, I came up where he threw me in the fire at 12 years old with the 25 year olds. Mm. So I got pushed around and, and, and beat down, but I had to stand my own. By yeah. the time I was 15, I was right. the bully's bully. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I embraced all of that. So when you look at the NBA now, even when I was playing, I had an edge to me that fit into that don't 90s. fuck with me. Yeah, that yeah, night right. don't fuck with me. I'm right. gonna I'm gonna hit you when you come through the lane. Yeah. I'm gonna be one to take a foul. Every every time I checked in the game, I was guarding the top two guard. Mm -hmm. And in our era, we had the most talented two guards ever. Mm -hmm. From Vince, Kobe, yep. Tracy, AI, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen. Mm -hmm. I can go on and on. So every time I checked in, I bumped them. <clears throat> wow. And, and Paul foul. Pierce is ready for the action. Too. Ready. And yeah. I used to tell him I got. I got five more fouls. I got five more fouls. Yeah. So give me all you got, bro, because yeah. I ain't playing with you. <laughs> I'm not yeah. playing with who, you. Who do you think, because me, again, I'm not a super sports dude, but in the 80s growing up, I, I would watch. To me, the biggest thug and the biggest was, was Lambeer. Oh, yeah. I mean, who do you think is more thuggish than Lambeer? Rick Mahorn was that dude. They're on the same Mahorn damn team. Was a bad man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the same damn team. Them two. And then an unlikely character is Larry Bird. Really? I heard Larry Ooh. was a monster. What? I really? heard Larry. Kevin McHale was... used to tell us stories, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah. Damn. Bro, Indiana. Yeah. Thug talking yeah. crazy. Crazy. I knew he had a mouthpiece, but I'm saying Limbeer would you up and stand on it and then look at you like, okay, get up and act like Isaiah you Isaiah Thomas something. and Larry Bird stand on it. Yeah. They'll fuck you up <laughs> and stand on it yeah. straight up. It's, it's Isaiah more than anybody. Mm -hmm. Really? Because yeah. Isaiah seemed like such a nice guy. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. What up? Wow. What up? Wow. Yeah. Right away. Put them hands up. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Did you ever get into any skirmishes in, in, in the NBA? I got into one with Gary, Pay Gary Payton. Okay. Dude. I heard he was a trash talker, he, too. Oh, yeah. He, He's from Oakland. Yeah. Bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. I heard he just GP. utterly disrespects you. Oh, yes. Yeah. But see, I was the dude that thought I was the best talk trash talker ever. Mm -hmm. You know, I could get under your skin. <clears throat> I, didn't, I crossed lines yeah. that didn't need to be crossed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I crossed lines. I was a habitual yeah. line stepper. Yeah. I was yeah. step on that line. Yeah. And so you, when you step on the wrong yeah. line. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Yeah. You know, you get Gary Payton and I'm guarding him full court. Yeah. I start talking some shit to him and he said, hold up. What the f you say, boy? <laughs> and ended up uh, knocking the ball off his leg out of bounds. And I'm like, yeah, get that weak ass out of here. He walked up on me, man, and put his finger in my face and said, don't you ever. And he did that. And uh -huh. it was up. Yeah. Uh, Alonzo Mourning. Yeah. Got right in the middle of us, right before I was about to. I'm like, okay, GP, this what we on? Yeah. Putting your fingers on the yeah. now? <laughs> I don't like that, but behind that, yeah. it wasn't nobody else that really got under my skin and made me want to do anything. I think that was the only time. Yeah. Just because he got, he got to do mm -hmm. that, and mm -hmm. it's GP. So yeah. it was expected, but I was one of those that, I let my energy be known. Yeah, like, don't come over here with that. I'm right. coming over here with that. <clears throat> right, yeah. right. Um, what's the you, What's the uh, big dude from New York who uh, UP used to tussle with? Oh yeah, what was uh, it? The crazy dude. He he passed away. Um, he was, was on Charlotte. He was in. He was on the Hornets with him, wasn't you, he? You said UP. 
Um, nah, he's, nah he's a, he was a big damn. What Anthony, was Mason. Anthony, Anthony Mason. Anthony Mason. Anthony yeah. Mason was a yeah, monster. He was a Oakley. <laughs> yeah, was on the same team. Anthony Mason would let you have it. Crazy, Anthony bro. Mason. Anthony Mason was like Ron Artest on steroids. Pia wow. told us a story about Mason because he was big like yeah. you, bro. Yeah, really. Yeah. Okay. What? But he was. He had. What was he about six? What? Six six. Damn. And thugged out. Thugged yeah. out. Didn't care about nothing. What? Yeah, because P told horror stories about him. He was like, yeah, man, Andy Mason, he he was coming at you yes. and standing on it. Yes. On the court and off the court. On and off the court. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want. Pick your poison. Artest. Hey, you, let, let me ask you, when you was at uh, UNC, uh, North Carolina, um, was, you, was there any presence of Michael Jordan? Over there at the time you played there? Absolutely. He would come back. Uh, he came mm -hmm. back, I think, twice. Mm -hmm. And he talked to us. And uh, what's crazy is the Michael Jordan essence at Carolina is always going to be him being like the Jesus. Mm -hmm. uh, he wore number 23, the mm -hmm. whole nine. And when I got there, I was supposed to be and foretold to be the second coming mm -hmm. of the Michael Jordan. I wore number 32. Um, and that's the reason I went to North Carolina. Mm. You know, he was he was held to be the greatest, right? Mm -hmm. And I came up, I remember the day like it was yesterday, that it wasn't about being like Michael Jordan. It was like, I want to be better than Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. I want to feel what he feels when kids look up to him. Mm -hmm. I want yeah. that admiration. And I remember, like I said, I remember like it was yesterday. So every step toward that was chasing him. Mm -hmm. Where'd he go? Okay, he go to Carolina, I got to go to Carolina. How much he average? I got to average more than that. I gotta do. I gotta do everything more or equal to. Yeah. And so when I got to that stage, you know, it was like Mike would come to the to the practice, talk to us, and then he would immediately challenge us to half court shots. Really? Immediately. How did that work out? I I won. Really? Oh, absolutely. I hit it before he did. Yeah. And now that would let me know I'm on pace. <laughs> yeah. I'm on pace because then he would have his camp in Santa Barbara, and we would be counselors, and then he was still playing. This is right after the Wizards. He had just retired. Still was playing though. And we were playing um, full court and our team beat his team. And boy, he didn't like that. Really? He's competitive. He's the ultimate competitor. He got yeah. that. And so I went to North Carolina. Yeah. He embraced that because I was the best out of my class and I was doing so well in college. Where that North Carolina nigga at? Yeah. Where you, went, you went. Bring him over here. You was in the first round, right? Like. Oh yeah, 14. Like, yeah, 14th pick. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. supposed to go number three, but you know, attitude, politics, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Still, you was a first round. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Did you ever cultivate a, a personal relationship with Mike, or a few times we hung out? Mm -hmm. Like I actually can say, at some time before everything soured out, Mike liked seeing me <laughs> mm -hmm. when he was in the place, and I walk in, he'd be smiling. Yeah. What's up, young fella? And yeah. that to have Michael Jordan do right. that. That's right. He That's even big. gave me one of his personal cigars one time. Still he don't it. ever do that. You still got it. I actually smoked that bitch that night. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Did it smoke different because it came from Michael Jordan? My, what? what? <laughs> like you could taste the championship. You can touch the championship. You can feel it. And he was like, "Where am I supposed to put this?" Yeah. Right? Like he got it out of his little golden yeah. little thing. Like, oh, you, oh, you can take this one. I'm like, well, damn. Yes, I got to smoke it. I don't want to smoke. I'm put it up. There's certain shit you got to do. I'm not even like me and Court. We don't really. I went to Snoop's for the first time. And, he had all the weed out and it's like, 
I don't really smoke, but it's Snoop. Like, you got I, to. I feel like I gotta. I feel like I gotta smoke. Like you gotta smoke. Yeah, like just to tell the story. Yeah, because you gotta be able to tell your kids and be like, oh yeah, Snoop Dogg was a thing. It's like, yeah, and Dad got high with Snoop, Dogg. like real high. Yeah, when I went down to Snoop's, I got a contact. Like, and I, you know, I don't smoke or drink. I got a yeah, contact. Quick. I did. No, I smoked. Quick. I broke all my of my commandments. <laughs> my mouth was dry. I was down there tripping. Bro, Snoop yeah. is one of the. The, the greatest. Yeah. You know what I'm so when you smoke. say it went sour, meaning so what something happened with, no, with just North Carolina, my relationship with North Carolina wasn't and hasn't always been the greatest. Okay. And him being Jesus mm -hmm. oh, turned I me into for sure. the for Antichrist. Sure. That's no, that's <laughs> right. That's right. You know? Right. So uh even embracing my role in all of this, yeah. there needs to be an alter an alter ego for uh -huh. every scenario. It yeah. needs to be a villain. Yeah. And I'll take that role if it keeps me in the conversation. Yeah. Right. I think you've always been okay playing the villain. So, Almost kind of comfortable in that yes. space. Yes. Yeah. Because the villain is always theoretically the good guy. Explain. Well, look at the Joker, right? Mm -hmm. The Joker isn't the guy being the criminal because he likes to be the criminal. He's mm -hmm. fighting for the people who don't have anything. Mm, the, the voiceless. The voiceless. Yeah. Like, almost like the Robin Hood, steal from the rich, give to the poor. Then you got Batman, who's the billionaire, <clears throat> Yeah. right? During the day and during the night, you come out here and go try to lock up all the poor people who don't got nothing. Right. Who's trying to fight for something. Right. So I think that when I looked at that element of seeing how all the superheroes are superheroes trying to stop the villains who are fighting for something, mm -hmm. for the people who don't have nothing, mm -hmm. or even policies that don't make sense for everybody. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'll, I'll embrace that even if it's misunderstood. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, when everyone is okay with what we've done to fix the problem, you don't have to give me the credit. Mm -hmm. I'll sit back and I'll say, hey, at least we know that Superman got to change the way he moved now. Mm -hmm. Batman got to change the way he batarang now. Cause yeah. it, you know. Would you consider yourself, uh, I don't know what they call it, a, a malcontent? I've always been considered that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the word they use. That's the Mal word? Malcontent, man. Oh, Malcontent. Really? <laughs> and, and articles when I was 17, 18. Oh, damn. Yes, okay, bro. I hit it on the nose. Yes, bro. I was hoping I didn't offend my brother. I was no, like, no. Okay, they didn't use not. all the words, yeah. man. <laughs> Bipolar. Yeah. Oh, man. Just. But I've been around you. So, I nah, you never been like off the rocker crazy or nothing. I mean, you know. Having a different opinion yeah. for a lot of people is something that you just can't fathom when you're trying to deal with figuring out what the truth is. Right. And when you can bring the truth un unfiltered, it rubs people the wrong way a little bit. So let me ask you, <clears throat> you from a child, right? You, you, you knew you wanted to be an athlete and be in the NBA. <clears throat> so once you got in the NBA, you did all this hard work and you got in there, what did you see that made you take that position that it wasn't all what you thought it would be? That made you want to take that stance and say, you know what, I'm a, I'm a fight for the people or whatever your reason was. Oh, that's a great question, bro. Because I can remember that day, um, KG had just got traded to Boston, Kevin Garnett, mm -hmm. and um, he left me as the leader because the guys that were coming in were younger than me, and he had kind of taught me the reins, but I knew that the management didn't really want to put me in that position um, <clears throat> because I hadn't earned it yet. And I wasn't really considered a franchise guy, but I knew then they was asking people to do black, um, black history month PSAs. 
And not a lot of the guys on our team were pro black kind of guys. Mm -hmm. And I was the only one doing it for like two years. And I had tattoos, mm -hmm. you know, the neck tattoos yep. and all that, right? Yep. So I had already kind of labeled myself mm -hmm. as the villain before I knew I was the villain. And to put context, in this day, in that time, like this wasn't normal mm -hmm. and accepted. So it's a different time than now, but yes. go ahead. Allen Iverson was probably right. the only other one. Exactly. And um, I think it was Shaq, we were at half court and me and Shaq, every time we used to play either Miami Heat or the Phoenix Suns, we would always, me to have Corey be like, bet it, shoot, shoot it, bet it. <laughs> and then he was just like, one day he's just like, man, how many more tattoos you gonna get? You trying to be out of novice or something? You trying to be the bad guy, huh? Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, it ain't, it ain't bad to be the bad guy, is it? Yeah. So if Alan Iverson is considered that, yeah. then it's the, un, it's the misunderstood part of everyone knowing that. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. He just want to be himself. Yeah. Just want to be me. And it was just knowing that people are uncomfortable being themselves in work elements. You know, when you got to answer to somebody and they want you to be this way and be that way, I wanted to be myself. Mm -hmm. And doing those PSAs let me know everybody didn't want to really embrace the people. And then I started, I was the first one to start the charities for like Salvation Army. Um, all of those uh, group home type uh, kids mm -hmm. um, functions. Mm -hmm. And I would bring them to the game, free tickets, bought the tickets, gave them a section. Mm -hmm. and it was my section. Mm -hmm. Then they would come down um, half court. I'll take a picture with them. Mm -hmm. They'd watch me work out on the side, go over there and talk to them for a little bit. And that invigorated me to do more philanthropy. Mm -hmm. So when I met y'all, mm -hmm. You guys set up the foundation, and it right. was like, oh, I'm I'm all about this, giving back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I knew that the villain is not a villain to the people. Yeah. The villain is only a villain to the threat. To the system. Yeah. And okay. you know, when you're in that element, you know that the people love you for what you do, and the, and the people who hate you are the people who are benefiting off the people. Yeah. They don't want you to break up that tie of control that they have. But what did you see? I've seen that. They like, what was specific that you saw once you got on the inside that was like, ooh. That, that, that there's not many of me, that they, that they didn't want me there. It was like being light in a room for the darkness. Okay. You know, it was that feeling. Like, mm. I remember P used to tell me when you walk in a room, Shad, you make the strongest and the brightest people uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what I started to see. Every time I came in the room and they knew I was going to say something, if something was wrong, yeah, they would kind of shy away from me yeah push me out a little bit but the killing part about that is you 
I mean, you played well. You averaged 15 points a game. You know, uh, you never was involved in any scandal. You you didn't drop dirty. You wasn't, I mean, for all intents and purposes, you followed the rules. Yes, I did. So, <laughs> yes, so even did. in that being yourself, like, what was it that, I mean, I don't know. I think we know the answer, but was it because you just wasn't going out of your way to kiss ass and hobnob and play the game? Nah, I was, I was considered a prima donna because of the things that, for a guy who hasn't gotten it, mm -hmm. I was moving around like I already had it. Mm. Because when I played in college, I was considered dodd mm. in, in my terms. It wasn't nothing that I couldn't get, have, and none of that. So when I got to the league, I had championship water still on me. Mm -hmm. Y'all wasn't, you wasn't stopping me. So I'm playing with Kevin Garnett, and now he's embraced me. Mm -hmm. So now I got a hall of fame, a future hall of famer embracing me. Then I meet a Kardashian. Now I'm on TV. Now I'm with a celebrity. Right. I'm. I ain't got my second contract yet. Right. They looking at me like, who do you think he is? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even my last year, my coaches and my teammates all gave me that energy, mm -hmm. like jealous, yeah. envious. Who he think he is? He think it's he like could do. People don't want you to realize your own power. They don't. Yeah. So it was. It so it wasn't necessarily racism, but placism. Yes. Stay in your place. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And yeah. people need to understand the difference. Ooh, yes. Like it's it a great difference. term. Great. <laughs> he killed hey, bars. <laughs> hey, bars. <laughs> bars for real. Because a lot of black people mm -hmm. get it mixed up. Yep. And think That's that right. oh because I'm black yeah. and I, no no no. Know your place. You know your place. Know yeah. your place. It yeah. ain't got nothing to do with you. You can be anything. here, right? You can be here, but we need you to stand over there. Yes. Don't That's stand it. up here. Yeah. Right. Camera's up here. <laughs> Stay down here. Yeah. We ain't shining it on you. Yeah. So when I, I'm like, I always consider myself like Django. Mm -hmm. I came from <laughs> the yeah. system. Uh huh. And then I had one of those outliers come pick me up out the lineup and said, "Come over here. Yeah. Let me teach you how to do this. We gonna you gonna help me, and I'm gonna help you." Yeah. And I came in and I knocked down the doors and I blew up the plantation. Mm -hmm. And they say, who is that on that nag? Who he think he is? <laughs> who he think he is? That one that nine, 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 <laughs> And there's a lot of Stevens. A lot of Stevens been trying to stop me. A lot me. of Stevens. A lot of Stevens trying to stop me. So we gonna have to burn basketball when this black ass leave. <laughs> For real, bro. It's Damn. different out there, man. Wow. Man, it's so crazy because from the outside looking in, of course, you know, that's why you can't judge people when you don't know what, you know, they've had to traverse. Yeah. You know, you think that, man, just play basketball. Just shut up and dribble. Yep. You know what I mean? But not understanding all these nuances and undercurrents that you have to navigate. Yeah, because I mean, because I remember, I mean, they was basically trying to make you out to be a basket case. Yes. Like, you were just incorrigible, you know, and, and, and cantankerous and just, and I and I remember being like, <laughs> I mean, not as a thug, but he ain't, he got sense though. I ain't never, I've been places with you. Smart. And I'm like, ah, he go and well-spoken. Yes. I'm like, nah, we done been places and done all kinds of other than the, <clears throat> the other gangster we did, but <laughs> other than that, but he understands time and place. Yes. So I, I, I never understood it. When they put that label on you, it's hard to kind of erase it and trying mm -hmm. to change right. their mind of it. Right. Because it's almost like I always try to give scenarios of how a rumor can spread mm -hmm. and it's not true, but it gets through. Exactly. Right. And once it's through, everyone starts changing the rumor. Yeah. It becomes, it goes from, oh man, he hangs out. He. It's that telephone, game of telephone. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. 
Master P's his agent. He has an entourage. He's not taking the game serious. Oh, he wants to do music. He ain't taking the game serious. Oh, he wants to do movies and film. He mm-hmm. ain't taking the game serious. Oh, he wants to. He, oh, he's a porn star. Oh, he's on drugs. Oh, it goes from not serious to now you doing drugs. Right. Now you doing things we don't accept. Mm-hmm. But you've never had a conversation with me. Right. You've never, I don't even know y'all who making up the rumors. Right. But it's always the confusing side trying to figure out why are y'all hating on me so much? Mm-hmm. Why am I such a threat to y'all in the whatever establishment you were behind? Why is it that you need to keep me out of it? Let me ask you. So you were with Chloe? Yeah. Chloe. Do you think it was, is that Kardashian curse real? Absolutely. Oh, for real? Absolutely. Damn. I just got out though. Okay. You got out before it it really got its hooks into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They probably still got some of my hair or something. (laughs) (laughs) They probably got some. So so, so what does that mean? Like from, what what happens there? I mean, I know, uh, what is her name? Uh, The mother? Chris. Chris. Chris, right? I understand she's domineering. She's the brains or whatever. But what happens? I mean, give us a glimpse into what is it? Okay, so. They pick you. Okay. You get picked, right? Oh, okay. You get picked. Oh, but in got this, drafted again. But, <laughs> but in my scenario, though, I was before. First round. I was before her. Not only first round, but first pick. Oh, okay. right. So it was almost like I recruited her or allowed her to come in to my clout. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because she had never had anyone. Yeah. That was of my stature. <clears throat> okay. You know what I'm saying gotcha. even she told me that. They wanted to do a show on us because her fans thought that she was a lesbian. Mm. She wasn't ever being seen with no guys. Mm-hmm. She wasn't as attractive mm-hmm. then. You know, she was still getting through her certain mm-hmm. phases of baby fat, growing and all that into, growing into her yeah. body. Yeah. And so she used that as an under like opportunity to be seen with a baller. Mm-hmm. You know, and Courtney wasn't that type of girl. She was more of a rocker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Kim kept the family up with the Ray J and, and the Reggie and yeah. then off to Kanye. Right. So when I became that for Chloe, it allowed it to be a scenario where if you didn't buy into it, they'll create a narrative to, of why you were wrong for it. Mm. So when I got there, I was good for it until I said, nah, this is too much. <clears throat> And I stepped away from it. Yeah. Because they it was something that happened with her Facebook. This was 09 when Facebook just got around. Yeah. And I put my relationship is complicated with Chloe. Mm-hmm. It went straight to Media Takeout. Damn. Went straight to Us Weekly. It went straight to all the major blogs. So she hit they me. They gotta up. do PR management. Oh, yeah. she hit me. She, we were together in the studio in Minnesota. She was like, before we go in, let me talk to you. Um, so did you put this on your Facebook page? And I'm like, yeah. Well, you need to run this by me before you do this because my family and my sisters, my mom, we have to answer to these things. And I said, my mom and my sisters don't have to answer right. to this. Right. You know what? I'm off this shit. I got too many, I got too many ladies. I got too many. I'm not trying to hear this. You feel me? And she tried to reel me back in, but at that at that point it was too late. So once I pushed out. They created narratives to make me look bad, mm. and they did an episode. They got a, they got a powerful platform. Oh, oh, maybe I, I didn't know how most. powerful. I didn't know how powerful oh, it was. You had to find out once you <clears throat> was, yeah, taking they, aim at you. They did an episode where Kim faked 
going into my voicemail and finding out that I cheated on Chloe, which mm -hmm. we hadn't even been talking. She didn't even have my number. Mm -hmm. But I had signed that consent form where they can use your likeness mm. any way you any way they yeah. want to and not even pay me. Wow. And that was the If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom At participating McDonald's. I, I'm new to Hollywood. I don't yeah, know what's yeah. going on. So they got me there. They was able to use that. Next thing you know, I'm a womanizer. I cheated on a Kardashian. So now I'm in the games. Mm -hmm. Referees is, you know, I'm about to take the ball out. Boy, we seen you on TV last <laughs> night. Boy, you crazy, <laughs> man. Why you do that to that girl? I'm yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. what? That's Not good. getting caught. Then I got benched because, you know, Kevin McHale and, and the owner, they they wives and daughters watch yeah. the show. Damn. And, you know, it's it's a trickle down effect. Wow. So it, it, it gets a lot deeper than what people think. And I was one of the first guinea pigs for it. <laughs> for them to master. Absolutely. Little... And then they got a whole of Lamar, mm -hmm. which me and him had the same <clears throat> agent. Mm -hmm. And Lamar, once I broke up with her, three weeks later, Lamar picked her up mm -hmm. and was marrying her six days after those three weeks. Wow. My agent told me to dump Chloe because she was going to be bad for my career, but then was in the wedding with Lamar. Wow. I fired his ass. Damn. As soon as I seen it. That's crazy. Then he blackballed me because he had never been fired. and He was the number one agent in the NBA. Wow. So my Looking story back crazy. on it, would you still have fired him? Do you think that yes, was because right he couldn't get he couldn't get me in based on me being blackballed for dating her. Because mm -hmm. he was trying to tell me to get rid of her early on. Yeah. And for me, I didn't understand how it correlated with me playing. Mm -hmm. And then once I got rid of her, I seen that the reputation had already faltered where other teams didn't want to pick me up based on wow. what was being said and being seen. Wow. So he had try he was trying to protect me in a way. Yeah. But it it became where the point is like, bro, you're not getting me on. I'm I'm not on a team. Like yeah. I'm supposed to be on a team. My stats say exactly. get me on a, get me on a team for a yeah. one year deal. Right. Um, but once that didn't happen, I was just fed up. I'm like, bro, you're supposed to be the best agent. Yeah. Ain't no way I'm not on no team right now. You fired. Damn. Did you ever get a chance to play with Kobe? I didn't. Did. Okay. I wish. That was that was my dying wish. Yeah. Like Kobe was my teacher, mm -hmm. right? Mentor. And so not to have the opportunity, which I had two different workouts, maybe three, um, but just the politics. Yeah. One of the major politics was Lamar was on the Lakers and Lamar was married to Chloe. Mm -hmm. And when I went to work out for the Lakers, the media took a picture of my signature when I went to the facility and posted it on Twitter. And, it's, and, and the post said, I don't know how Lamar's gonna take this, when McCann's used to Chloe, wow. his wife. That's wow. so messy. That's crazy. So messy. So it got back to Lamar, yeah. which got back to Kobe. Mm -hmm. And Kobe was supposed to sign off on me being there because mm -hmm. his manager assistant was cool with um, a couple friends of mine. So we was in contact and thinking mm -hmm. that Kobe would help me out, wow. put me on the team. And it was like, he was real close with Lamar. Yeah. That wasn't happening. Damn. So it infiltrated your whole world. Everything tore it down. Wow. I lost everything. <laughs> I lost everything. So do you think that when you say you lost everything, was it 
just a culmination of things. It was the the Kardashian thing. It was the UNC thing. It was just and absolutely. Wait, wow. so you you get drafted oh five? Yep. Oh five oh nine, Timberwolves. Yep. And then oh nine is Kings. Oh nine for two months, Kings. Is that the last team you played for? Yep. So the, that that was around that was the it. Kardashian time. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. And then never again for the NBA. NBA. Nope. But not because you weren't putting numbers up. No, not at all. It was never my talent. Mm-hmm. Even now, the conversations would be, you know, uh, was was Rashad McCants a problem? Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a pro. Was his talent the talent we need? Yes, he had the talent. We didn't think he was a guy who would do what we needed him to do, or because we said it, he wasn't a guy that was gonna just kiss ass. <clears throat> so technically, you never really did anything. No, never. <laughs> Never. So no one can go to an instance where they say, well, you know, Rashad, he beat so-and-so up or, you know, he spit on the coach or, you know. None of that. Really? I'm a leader, bro. Yeah. I know that it together we grow. Yeah. I know that. And if we are growing together and it's because of the wisdom and knowledge that I have for the team and the intellect I have for the sport, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. I'll play backseat. I'll push the bus. Yeah. I know that we're going to get there because it's it's us. Mm-hmm. So anybody saying otherwise don't know me, don't know that I've won on every level mm-hmm. and I do whatever it takes to win on every level. I can level. remember you, you know, always being praised for your IQ of the game. So, you know, on top of the skill. Yeah. So it that's crazy that cuz you would think that I don't know. I guess maybe if you're thinking logically and you're not in that world, but if I'm a owner, owner and I have a player who, okay, he may not be friendly. He may not play. I mean, almost like Marshawn Lynch. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. He still did his job. Yes. Now, of course, he may not do all the pressure and do, you know, all the other stuff, but he's still going to make this franchise valuable yes. by winning for us. Absolutely. They couldn't see that and get past that? No, nah, because only the players can see certain personalities that mm-hmm. are brought out by other players. Mm-hmm. So when I'm with my guys, they know I'm funny. Mm-hmm. I'm hilarious. Right. 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 I'm serious when it's time to be serious. Right. Because right? I, I want you to respect me. Yeah. Right. Because I'm giving you respect. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to management, they can only know what they've been told. Yeah. They don't want to get down there in the trenches and know who you are, how, how it's, how it's like to be around you. Yeah. So if one of the PR people, you know, you might not be in the mood to do PR. Mm-hmm. Just that one day, just grumpy, no mm-hmm. coffee. They take that one encounter. Use that as yeah. I don't like them. They're not like going to. They're not going to account for the other ninety nine days you did it. But that did one day everything for him. That. Went out yeah. my way to do it. Yeah. Like oh, smiling and yeah, yeah, signing every autograph and just one day. Yeah. And you got that's why I like teaching these young kids. You got to be on all the time because it's. 90% mental, 10% physical. You mm-hmm. got to know how to navigate mentally. Yep. Play the game because I never was taught the game. Mm-hmm. You hear about it. Hey, you got to play the game. You got to play the game. And then exactly. that one guy that you're telling that to is not asking you, so what is the game? Because mm-hmm. all you're hearing is play the game, young fella, play the game. I'm like, yo, yo, what's the game? Yeah, define that. You know, you know the game. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> Say it. What is it? Yeah. You know, come on, man. You know the game. <laughs> you know the game. <clears throat> So what he's yeah, saying is yeah. you got to kiss some ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to brown nose a little yeah. bit. You know what I'm chucking jive. You know what? 
let's 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 <laughs> what's unpack. that old mystical lyric yeah well, 90 percent of this shit is your business yeah 10% percent of this talent. shit is your talent but let me tell you let's let's remember that, remember that? Super Let, let's unta- unpack that for a second though rashad so let's define because i think i mean we know what overt ass kissing is yes. right but if you unpack what's ass kissing what's playing the game mm. right so for me playing the game is like you know, I guess with me being, you know, I'm almost 50, right? So at this point, at this juncture of my life, I understand that what I'm thinking, I don't always need to say. Yep. Right? I, I don't always need to say what's on my mind, mm-hmm. right? And I don't think that now, maybe 20 years ago, I would have felt like I was giving up something. Yes. You know, but I think Younger. with maturity, you know, you like, okay, well, I don't, it ain't that important. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've, de- I've dealt with and, and people that are, you know, uh, could be considered a boring people, yeah. right? But if I could benefit from them, you know, now I'm not going to do it to the point where I'm going to compromise myself, but you don't have to like everybody that you deal with, right? And, and he's talking about me right on the show. Right? <laughs> 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 he just gave me my flowers. He said, You just gave me my flowers. You know, it's like, you know, and so you don't have to like everybody or even understand everybody that you do business with. So when you say when we say kissing ass and playing the game, is that a form of kissing ass if you don't speak your true feelings about someone and act on them? That's a good question because it's like <clears throat> if you could just shut the up sometimes. Yeah, that's and, that media training. It is. It yeah. Is. Is it? Yeah, media. No, I'm training. saying, but even yeah. in real life, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's been I've run into people who I know was I don't like you. I don't like nothing about you. But we meet at this point, and if it's beneficial for us, I can tolerate you. But it's, we don't have a personal relationship for me to be personal with you. It's just business. So now, am I kissing ass? Am I playing the game? It, That's you know, just emotional intelligence and finesse and mm, maturity. Thank mm, you, daughter. That's what I thought. Mm. Was <laughs> but, you know. but I'll give you, I'll give you context. <clears throat> give you context on something for that. So you can either shut the up, right? Mm-hmm. Or in this situation, in college, this is when I knew I was different because the coach would uh, coach Roy Williams came in. It was his first year, and he just came from Kansas. Bunch of white guys that he coached, maybe a couple black guys, but he got in there and we were eating pregame meal. We all wore our suits, but he wanted to reiterate, guys, when you come to these pregame meals, I want you to make sure you you're not wearing. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wearing jeans with holes in them and do-rags. Dressed like Snoop Doggy Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Now, remember, this is like 2003 when Snoop was Mm P-I-M-P. So I said, I was confused. I'm like, but coach, Snoop Dogg is a pimp. He wears suits. He has a perm. Yeah. And everybody turned around and looked at me. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? Why would you say that? And I was just like, but <laughs> well, it's a it's it's 10 black guys on this team out of eleven. Yeah. And I know this white kid don't wear no do-rag. Yeah. <laughs> so right. what are you saying yeah, here, so coach? Yeah. Right? Another instance, we're at, we're at practice. He can't get our names right. My name's Rashad. Jawad Williams and Rayshon Terry. Three names, kind of similar, mm-hmm. but not. He gets mad because he keeps messing our names up. All of a sudden, he says, man, why can't I just call you Peter, John, and Billy? 
Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. Now, I mean, I could shut up. Nobody can say nothing. We just let Coach <clears throat> cook, right? Yeah. But it just didn't sit right <laughs> with me. <laughs> Coach, listen, my name is Rashad, and I'm going to need you to call me that. Mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah no, that's right. I'm yes. not. No that's just human anymore. respect. Uh, I mean, yes. you you just just asking for human respect isn't you know. But that's the difference between playing a game. I could have yeah. shut up and not. Yeah. Even entertain. Mm-hmm. Like everybody nah. else shut that's up. That's something different. It is. That's something different. And I yeah. be standing yeah. on the difference. It's a difference maker because yeah. if I don't let him know in that moment that at least one of us don't feel like yeah. that was something I mean, you could say. Run all over yeah. all I mean, the the ultimate example is Cap. Look at Cap. Look at Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. He did. When you really break down what he did, he wanted to stand up for something. And he actually consulted. The very first time he took a knee, first time he sat down. He sat down, like three times. Yeah. And then the first, he and then some mil, the, everybody's getting all rowdy. And then he met with that military dude who was like, we take a knee for our brother who's fallen in battle. Mm-hmm. So the first time he took a knee, he was next to the military he was with the military guy. Like, yeah. I, want, I want y'all to know I honor you. This is about what's happening to my people. Yep. And fuck if he didn't get blackballed from the game to That's this crazy. day. I was just reading that he was trying to go. Uh, there's no reason why he shouldn't have tried out for the Jets after Rodgers got hurt in the first yeah. game. He's arguably still better than any of the options that they had out there. But no, he stood on his. And respect to him for doing that. Yeah. Shout out to Kaepernick. And that's fuck. what happened. Would you but say you your career on, is parallel, kind of mirror a his? A million percent. <clears throat> Mine is even more dynamic because – I don't think he was ready for that. Mm-hmm. He wasn't expecting what was coming with that. He had just went to the Super Bowl. He, yeah, he, he was, wasn't. He was just doing what, because he had just got a new girlfriend that's pro-black, and it was giving him this incentive to understand, like, fight for, Nets, right? fight for your, yeah. your people, right? Um, but I don't think he was ready to go on the Michael Mech spree. And like, yeah. I'm ready for that. I'm built for that. I'm built for being this superhero, this superhero villain type. So whatever smoke was coming my way, I've always fought that battle. So when I look at Kaepernick and how he approached that and how everyone kind of left it alone and abandoned it, it's kind of how, you know, what happens when you become yeah. a villain. Right. It dies out if you don't keep it going. Yeah. You got to keep that fight going. I feel like he gave up. <laughs> yeah. You know, and we still fight the fight that I'm fighting every day and I'm speaking on podcasts like this, yeah. voicing the stories. But if we can further the conversation to some more intelligent, meaningful solutions. Right to all the things people are fighting for, yeah. instead of just talking about exactly. it. I think we can see Do some you results. you consider yourself, are you still the villain? I think I'm turning. Mm-hmm. I'm turning the tide to be more of the vigilante. Okay. Right, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the both, mm-hmm. both sides. So a hybrid, huh? Yeah, okay. so I mean, I think that's a better, more comfortable mm-hmm. position for me. Um, where I'm not getting any praise or criticism for what happened. Gotcha. I'm gotcha. in the middle. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.